Penalties Promotional Podcast. This is Episode 12, Section 100, Code of Ethics, Vision, Mission, and Guiding Principles. Code of Ethics. As a law enforcement officer, my fundamental duty is to serve mankind, to safeguard lives and property, to protect the innocent against deception, the weak against aggression or intimidation, and the peaceful against violence or disorder and to respect the constitutional rights of all persons to liberty, equality, and justice. I will keep my private life unsullied as an example to all. Maintain courageous calm in the face of danger, scorn, or ridicule. Develop self-restraint and be constantly mindful of the welfare of others. Honest in thought and deed in both my personal and professional life, I will be exemplary in obeying the laws of the land and the regulations of my department. Whatever I see or hear of a confidential nature or that is confided to me in my official capacity will be kept ever secret unless revelation is necessary in the performance of my duty. I will never act officiously or permit personal feelings, prejudices, animosities, or friendships to influence my decisions. With no compromise for crime and with relentless prosecution of criminals, I will enforce the law courteously and appropriately, without fear or favor, malice or ill will, never employing unnecessary force or violence, and never accepting gratuities. I recognize the badge of my office as a symbol of public faith, and I accept it as a public trust to be held so long as I am true to the ethics of the police service. I will constantly strive to achieve these obstacles and ideals, dedicating myself to my chosen profession, law enforcement. Vision. To be the premier law enforcement agency by building trust, creating partnerships, and sharing leadership for a safer San Antonio. Mission. Dedicated to improving the quality of life by creating a safe environment in partnership with the people. Act with integrity to reduce fear and crime while treating all people with respect, compassion, and fairness. And that brings us to the guiding principles, F-R-I-C, fairness, respect, integrity, and compassion, Frick. Section 200, Administration. Purpose, guidance, regulation, and control. Also, promote efficiency, discipline, and public relations. Authority. Our chief has the exclusive right to establish, rescind, or modify the rules and regulations. Supervisory responsibilities. Maintain books and records. Enforce rules impartially. Keep informed of activity under command, like what's going on in the service area. Document all briefings and inspections. Coordinate with other units and keep an updated employee locator list. Section 300, Rules and Regs. Tell the truth. Comply with dispatcher instructions. Obey all lawful orders. This means don't criticize them publicly. If they are unjust or improper, obey them anyways and file an appeal. If they conflict with another order, tell the person who gave the conflicting order. They will decide which order for you to follow. You don't have to obey an unlawful order, but you do have to report it. Serve the public without prejudice. Maintain an impartial attitude. Be courteous. Strive to merit the esteem of all citizens. 
Don't bring reproach or discredit to the department. Identify yourself. Give your name and badge to anyone who asks. Identify yourself as an officer when taking action while not in uniform. Don't give air or assistance in civil cases unless there is a disturbance. Maintain sufficient competency to perform your duty. Bathe frequently. Exercise regularly. Don't do drugs. Or else you could be required to seek medical or psychological services. Treat your buds with respect, courtesy, and cooperation. Don't criticize your buds publicly. Protect your buds in time of danger. Don't do anything that would destroy morale. Don't criticize or ridicule the department, policies, administrators, or public officials. Scully and McMahon. Don't say anything defamatory, obscene, or unlawful. Don't undermine the effectiveness of the department or damage our reputation. Don't interfere with discipline. Don't do anything that adversely affects the public's confidence in us. Don't say anything about progress of any investigation, action against a law violation, any type of proposed police action. Wait for your supervisor's approval to talk to the media. Ask the chief before you write about the department or discuss policy or discipline. Don't give prisoners information to an attorney or bondsman and don't recommend one to a prisoner. Read the daily bulletin every day. If you take a vacation, make sure you read all directives published while you were gone. Read your email every day. If you move or change phone numbers, tell your supervisor within two days. Don't drink on duty unless you have approval or off duty while in uniform. Don't ever be seen while intoxicated. In fact, just don't ever get so drunk that you're unfit for duty, since we are subject to recall. Don't use tobacco while in direct contact with the public. It's just gross. Make sure you always have a valid driver's license. If you are a supervisor, don't get a loan from a subordinate and don't solicit them as a cosigner. Don't take anything from a prisoner, suspect, or someone recently released, not even as a purchase. Don't borrow anything from a suspect or known criminal. Don't solicit funds for the benefit of another officer unless McMahon says it's okay. Don't take any money, fee, or compensation for doing your job other than your paycheck. The chief must approve outside employment. Enforce all laws as though you were on duty when working off duty. And you're still subject to all these rules. You have to pay for anything you lose or break if you were negligent. Leaving something inside a motor vehicle equals negligent. Loss in the line of duty or from a burglar, burglary of your home is not negligent. Drive safely. Don't use your patrol car for anything other than patrol. Don't steal city property. If something breaks or needs repair, report it immediately. Don't buy something and charge it to the city. If you are sick, tell your supervisor. Don't call in sick if you are not sick. If you are sick, stay home unless you go to a doctor, hospital, or pharmacy. Don't work extra jobs. You have to work one regular shift before you can start again. You might be able to work extra during an emergency. Don't participate in any arrangement between a subsect and their victim. 
don't seek a continuance or dismissal for any reason for any suspect. Don't make promises you can't fulfill. Don't make a traffic stop when you are off duty. Request an on-duty officer. If you are on duty but not in uniform, only make traffic stops when your assignment requires it, your division commander approves it, your car has lights and siren. If you don't have those three things, call a uniformed officer. Treat your prisoners humanely. Protect their rights. You have to answer questions from IA. If you are the subject of an investigation, remember your guarantee warning. Your statement is for departmental purposes only. It can't be used against you in a criminal case. If you don't give a statement, you will be disciplined. If you get suspended, do not wear your uniform or any part of it. Represent yourself as a San Antonio Police Department officer, so don't carry or display your badge or credentials. Engage in employment that requires police services. Exercise the power or authority of a police officer. Know the law and all department directives. Lack of knowledge is never a defense to discipline. Violation of any law or rule or regulation shall be sufficient cause for suspension or termination. Don't use your position to solicit special privileges. Don't request aid from citizens to get yourself transferred. Don't associate with known criminals or suspects. Familiar associations are not prohibited unless the family member is still a criminal or using their association with you to further their criminal conduct. Don't wear your gun outside of your clothing while not in uniform. Don't pull your gun out unnecessarily. You are only allowed to shoot your gun while at the range, hunting, destroying an animal, defending someone's life. You have to write a report for those last two. When you are not at work, don't arrest people you or your family have a beef with, but go ahead if it's to prevent bodily injury or death. Make sure you keep your TCOLE license. If you are charged with any crime higher than a Class C, you have to tell the chief immediately. No booty on duty. And that is capitalized. No booty on duty. Section 400. Attentiveness to duties. 4.01. Subject to duty. When you are inside the city limits, you are available for duty. You shall carry your credentials. Do not interfere in an incident you encounter off-duty unless it's an emergency. When you are off-duty outside the city, you are just a regular citizen. 4.02 Alertness required. Be alert, attentive, and observant. 4.03 Requirement to take action. If you see a law violation while you are on duty, take prompt and effective action. 4.04 Reporting for duty. Be on time and be uniformed and equipped. 4.05 Availability when on duty. Keep yourself readily available while on duty and don't hide. 4.06 On duty activities. No amusement. No personal stuff. Do not dally. 4.07 Prompt response to calls. Respond without delay and don't hold your call. 4.08. Reporting hazards and assisting the public. See a danger or hazard? Take action and report it. 
See a citizen in distress? Help them and report it. See something irregular or offensive? Report it. 4.09. Duty to report crimes. Don't conceal, ignore, distort, or retain facts about an offense. 4.10. Duty to report certain non-crimes. Traffic crash involving the police. Injuries on and off duty. Property damaged by the police. City property damaged by whomever. Incidents where the city may be liable. Danger to public health or safety. If someone sues you, bring your citation to the chief and re request legal representation. 4.11. Requirement to maintain notes. Carry a notebook. Take notes. 4.12. Official reports. Submit them by the end of your shift. Use good grammar. Don't use slang, profanity, colloquialisms, or racial slurs unless quoting someone. Make sure the following is marked confidential. Investigative techniques or procedures, opinions or judgments, facts that identify suspects or informants, information relating to a continuing investigation. 4.13. Duty to take action. Preserve the peace and prevent felonies. Protect persons and property. 4.14. National anthem and flag. Uniform and hat, salute. Uniform without hat, stand at attention. Anything else, stand with hand over heart. 4.15 IA investigations. Your supervisor can investigate the validity of a complaint or if you might escape detection if the investigation is delayed. 4.16 absence from assignment. Don't leave your section. 4.17 cooperate with other agencies. 4.18 be open, honest, and cooperative with the media with your supervisor's permission. 303. Disciplinary Procedures Purpose. Non-criminal investigation and discipline. That doesn't mean you won't be prosecuted. Three perspectives the procedures address. Community, external, departmental, internal, and employee. Complaints from citizens must have a complainant. Administration is the complainant for complaints initiated internally. If the complainant comes in person, like to the substation, you direct them to the supervisor officer or the nearest available supervisor if the officer's supervisor is not available. If the complainant calls to complain, transfer them to the officer's supervisor or if they aren't available, transfer them to the communications supervisor who will determine the availability of a supervisor in the officer's chain of command. Or if it's between 0800 and 1800 hours, you can transfer them to IA. If you get a letter or email, then give it to the officer's immediate supervisor. Incidents involving officers. If the police show up to a disturbance you are involved in, you have to tell your supervisor, self-report. If you show up to a disturbance involving another officer, you have to tell your supervisor, and they have to make the scene, even if it's an officer from another department. If someone requests to talk to a supervisor, you shall contact an on-duty on supervisor. Line complaints. These are for minor violations punishable by counseling, written reprimand, and suspensions for up to three days. 
Type A, complainant requests contact. Type B, complainant wants to give general information, does not want contact. Investigations of line complaints are strictly confined to the complaint made, no stacking charges. You have to agree with the discipline within five days, otherwise it goes to IA. You can consult an attorney during those five days, but you are not entitled to have an attorney present during interviews with your commanding officer. If you don't have a captain in your chain of command, or you are a captain yourself, the investigation is conducted by your bureau or division commander, wherever the chief designates. All complaints have to be entered into blue team. Dispositions, field counseling, for on-duty substandard performance, issued by immediate supervisor and two copies made, one for the officer and one for the officer's file. Not considered discipline, but can be used to support a negative evaluation or to support disciplinary measures if actions are repeated. Written counseling, not considered discipline, but used as documentation in the discipline process. A captain ensures that the written counseling is issued, but your lieutenant can sign it and your sergeant can issue it. Written counselings must be approved by the division commander. That's your captain's boss. Written reprimand. Just like the written counselling, the reprimand is not considered discipline, but is used as documentation in the discipline process. A captain signs it and ensures that it is issued, but your sergeant can issue it. Reprimands also must be approved by the division commander. Formal complaints. Formal complaints are for significant violations, something an ordinary, prudent person would not do. Crimes, anything where you're getting suspended for more than three days. Harassment, discrimination, racial profiling, force, and anything else the man upstairs wants to look into. The complaint must be resolved within 180 days. Any time before the 120th day, you can request, in writing, to the chief to have your complaint expedited. If you and McMahon agree to expedite and agree to the discipline, it must be carried out within 30 days of the agreement, and you can't appeal it once you agree to it. Dispositions. Unfounded. It didn't happen. Inconclusive. Can't be proven or disproven. Sustained. It happened. Justified. It happened but it's okay that it happened. Information logs, service complaints. Information logs are for complaints where no violation has taken place or anonymous complaints that cannot be verified. Service complaints are complaints that do not involve misconduct, just feedback on departmental policy, such as call response times, handling of a civil matter, discretionary call screening, or some other delay. Investigation responsibilities. Do not discuss details of any complaint with anyone outside the disciplinary process. Respond immediately to a request for a statement in response to a complaint. Homicide investigates police crashes and presents findings to the Accident Review Board. Supervisors can maintain informal notes, but personal retention is prohibited. Two types of complaints. Line complaints. Type A. Interview complainant. Reasonable time and place. Tell them. No discipline without sworn statement. Only IA can take a written statement from a complainant or witness. 
Oral statements may be receive supervisory review. Type B. Attempt to contact complainant. It is our policy to contact you regarding your complaint to let you know how it is resolved. How would you like to be contacted? Interview subject officer, reasonable time and place, use form 200-OR. Address any complaints that require discipline. Await approval for issuing disciplinary actions. Prepare reports and enter into blue team. For formal complaints, if criminal activity is involved, notify the section commander, captain, or unit director, the lieutenant. Interview complainant and direct them to IA. Obtain written reports from officers involved. Prepare the preliminary complaint packet. No recommendations except no action necessary. Forward the packet to IA. Section Commanders, Unit Directors. Line Complaints. Assign a supervisor to investigation. Review the supervisor's disposition. Forward the, to the division commander. Implement disciplinary action after approval. For Section Commanders, the formal complaints. Assign a supervisor to investigate. Review supervisor's preliminary investigation report. Forward to division commander. Temporarily relieve the officer, if the ranking officer occurs, for criminal activity or serious misconduct. Immediately notify division commander and IA. For the division commander, maintain a disciplinary log to ensure timely dispositions and keep it confidential. For line complaints, assign the section commander unit director to investigate the complaint, review recommendations, and request further investigation, concur with recommendations, forward to IA. For formal complaints, also assign the section commander unit director to investigate the complaint, review information in blue team, if necessary, due to exigent circumstances, request further preliminary investigation, forward report to IA. Internal Affairs. Receive line complaints and formal complaint investigation packets. Send formal complaint notices to subject officer 48 hours prior to being interviewed and deactivation notices when complaints are dismissed. Complainants are provided a copy of their statement. Officers can view but not copy information from the contract. I'm assuming this is for the Garrity warning. Any information provided to the officer must be kept confidential, so don't text it to your buds. Interviews. IA can request or order an officer to submit a written or recorded statement, answer interrogatories, provide physical evidence, and to cooperate in any manner. Polygraphs are only used on officers if the complainant has agreed to do one themselves and the results indicate truthfulness. Police do not conduct polygraph exams on officers. This prevents the perception of bias. They are not allowed to polygraph while you are in uniform. The review board can review the complainant's polygraph, but only the chief can review an officer's polygraph. Review board. The review board has two parts, the civilian part and the sworn part. 
Both sign a pledge of confidentiality. Citizen Advisory Action Board. Quorum is three members. Must have at least six active or participating members. Must be present to hear cases involving use of force, bodily injury, unlawful searches and seizures, officer or complainant requests, civilian participation. The Police Advisory Action Board. Members must not be on probation. They also must not be involved in the case. Quorum is five members. All must vote. The chief may allow a union rep, police legal advisor, advisory capacity. They review all cases prior to being submitted to the review board. And or an IA representative. Objectives of the review board. Correct bad behavior. Prevent other officers from engaging in similar misconduct. Show that compliance to the rules is uniformly required. Promote transparency. Show the importance of community involvement. Promote trust and legitimacy. Protect the rights of the sworn member and preserve the dignity of the complainant. Avoid any bias. The board chairman acts as the custodian of the case information and keeps discussions on track, orients new members, and reviews agendas at least seven days prior to the meeting. Reviewed Board Procedures The Chief has final say and can exercise administrative discretion for exceptional circumstances. He has the power to modify these procedures, disregard the result, and do whatever he wants. 1. Declaratory statement by the Chairman about security to protect respondents' privacy. 2. Chairman announces the case and can reset them at the respondent's request for sufficient cause. 3. IA outlines the case. 4. Board members ask questions. 5. Respondent is advised of the rules and that testimony is voluntary. The board may ask questions. They can choose to stop testifying at any time. And that the board recommendation is advisory only because chief makes the final decision. 6. Respondent speaks. No attorney and no references, character witnesses can request the supervisor, but the supervisor does not have to come. 7. The board asks questions to the respondent, restricted to the facts of the case. 8. Chairman excuses the respondent. 9. Board may hear voluntary testimony from a complainant, no attorney, but can have a non-legal representative for support. 10. Board discusses the case. Discussion is informal and confined to the facts. 11. Then they are either ready to vote or they return the case to IA for further investigation. 12. They vote on the finding, unfounded, inconclusive, sustained, or justified. If there is no majority vote, the chairman makes the final decision. Unfounded, inconclusive, justified. It is deactivated. Sustained, vote on disciplinary recommendations. 13. If the finding is sustained, the board discusses a disciplinary recommendation. Past practices on similar issues, established guidelines, legal aspects, respondents' disciplinary record, alternative remedies for behavior adjustment, retraining, relocation, in other words, involuntary transfer, 
Psychological Evaluation. 14. Chairman calls for a vote by secret ballot. 15. Majority vote controls. 16. Subsequent discussion and votes are conducted as necessary. 17. Failure to reach a majority decision is recorded and submitted to the chief. 18. Chairman records the civilian and police board votes separately. None of this is binding on the chief. It is only used to advise his decisions. Crash Review Board. This is the same as the Complaint Review Board, but it's only officers, and three makes a quorum. In addition to a union rep and police legal advisor, a homicide representative will be there instead of IA, and a representative from the Risk Management Division can be there, and the unit Union rep has the right to discuss the meeting with the SAPOA executive board should a grievable issue pop up. There are only two findings here. Non-chargeable, meaning exercise reasonable care, and chargeable, meaning failed to exercise reasonable care and was the major cause of the crash. After a finding of chargeable, instead of voting on discipline, they assign a point value for the crash. Chargeable is an automatic two points plus additional points as follows. Plus one point if more than $5,000 damage to the police vehicle, but not a total loss. Any person suffers bodily injury or unsafe speed, unsafe operation is shown. Plus two points if more than $15,000 damage to police vehicle or total loss. Or any person suffers serious bodily injury, but not death. Death does not add points. Chief administers whatever discipline is appropriate and forwards the case to the DA. Any crash that does not add additional points, chargeable with nothing else added, drops off the officer's record after one year. Crashes with more than two points stay for two years. Homicide provides the officer's total points for the last two years from the date of the crash, not the date of the review board and those are added to the points for the crash under review. The total equals points from all crashes in the last two years plus two points for chargeable crash plus any extra points. If the total is two points, the re recommendation to the chief is written counseling. If the total is three points, the recommendation to the chief is a written reprimand. If the total is four points, the recommendation to the chief is one day suspension. If the total is five points, recommendation to the chief is three day suspension. If the total is six points, recommendation to the chief is five day suspension. If the total is seven points, recommendation to the chief is 10 day suspension. If the total is eight or more, the recommendation to the chief is 15 day minimum plus the possibility of indefinite suspension and a two-year reassignment. If the officer is charged with a crime in relation to the crash, recommendation is temporary suspension. Implementation. The chief decides what action to take. Two crashes in one year are placed on special assignment or doubled up until they pass a remedial driving course. No suspension. Division commander ensures a disciplinary action is implemented. Suspension. Officer is given notice and meets with chief who decides what to do. And that's the end of episode 12. Penalties Promotional Podcast. Penalties Promotional Podcast.